Welcome to the Creative Coaching Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Lopez. I'm very excited to bring to you a series called uh, Leadership in Times of Crisis and Fear. I think it's really important right now in these crazy, uncertain, and wild times for us to be level-headed, uh, very thoughtful, and very mindful of how we're leading. Uh, we're going to interview some coaches and talk about some solutions to some issues and, and how we work in our spaces. Uh, and I just hope you learn from it because we talk a lot about growth, development, learning all the time and, and, and relationships really. And I, I think those are super important right now. So continue to build those relationships, uh, bring hope, uh, build faith, be light in dark spaces. And more than anything, uh, just continue to get better every day and be what you know is needed in whatever place you're in. So I, I just really thank you for listening. I hope you enjoy it. My guest is Grant Parr. We talked to Grant today about kind of navigating through this uh, uncertain time. And uh, as a mental skills coach, I brought him on because I, I just think his perspective on thoughtfulness, mindfulness, intentionality with how we're doing things and conducting ourselves right now during this time is just really important. Uh, so, you know, I hope you enjoy it. I hope you learn. And, uh, and I thank you for listening. Welcome to the podcast, Grant. Thanks, man. I really appreciate it, man. It's uh, I'm really honored for you to, to reach out and have me on your show and and just talk about some really important stuff that uh, that everybody's dealing with. Not only within our country, but it's you know more of a worldly thing that we're dealing with here. So I'm really excited to, to share my thoughts and, and let you know what's going on inside of my heart and my mind. Grant, uh, I, you know, appreciate you, man. This is uh, something that I wanted to reach out to to somebody in the, you know, we talked to we talked to a lot of coaches, right? And in the mental performance space, I really wanted to, to talk to you, man. I thought, man, Grant will have some insight. He's dealt with enough athletes and coaches and leaders who've kind of faced trying times and and processed themselves through it. And I know. Uh, you know, we talk about connecting the mind and the body. I, I, I really hope we as coaches, as leaders, uh, when we kind of start this dialogue, we can help to keep that connection there and the connection between ourselves and the people that we work with and the players, the programs, uh, all those things. Because I just, you know, it's a domino effect when things don't go right or when things go great. And so, uh, you know, here again, I appreciate it, man. So I just want to ask you, you know, here again, Grant, uh, you know, what can we do as leaders and as coaches, even as, as, you know, parents, we got our kids following us. Uh, what can we do to exemplify comfort, calmness, vigilance, you know, cause we still got to be aware of, you know, the threats out there and then also to bring clarity in, in these uncertain times that we're in right now. You know, I think when you think about, leadership and and leading people you know it's it's all about people around you it's, it's nothing about you per se so it, it's you actually taking care of people around you yeah. for the greater good of the culture or for the team or for the agenda whatever it is but yeah. considering the times that we're going through right now if we're going to be in a situation where we are going to lead and we are going to step up and be vulnerable and show up whether that is in in our work with our teams um, or as a coach, 
we have to, in this time, we have to take care of ourselves first, meaning we have to make sure that our mind and right and our mind and our bodies are right, that we're connected. Because if we're going to show up, especially through this adversity, we've got to make sure that our, our energy is good, that our thoughts are good, that we understand the situation and, and really tap into our empathy, empathy for ourselves. Yeah. So we, we got to really connect us first, get us dialed in first. And there's so many ways of doing that. You know, right now it's, you know, doing a lot of gratitude work, being very thankful for where we're at, being thankful for our families and our health, um, you know, doing a lot of meditation and breath work where we're getting connected, but we're also well, with meditation, we're, all, we're also creating more space emotionally so that we can serve people, you know, making sure that we're being very intentional every day, making sure that we're creating that mindset, making sure that when the adversity comes that you're prepared for it because there's, there's a lot of things that this is going to get a little bit worse, I believe, uh, before it gets better. And everyone's going to have a different dynamic, have a different background, different situations. And if we're going to be leading, we've got to be prepared for that. And we've got we've to look at this, and we'll talk about this more in the, in the show, you know, the way that I'm looking at this, even though it's tough. But this is, this is a time where, for me, where there's crisis, there's an opportunity. Yeah, for sure. And and I and I see that as if that leader for leaders, we have to see this as an opportunity, and that opportunity could look differently for you than it is, you know, for me. Right. But I think if we can get into this mindset and do these certain things to fine tune us and understand that this is this crisis is giving us an opportunity, we are going to be the best version of ourselves when it comes to leading. Fantastic, Grant. You know, you said a lot of great things there as far as being intentional. <clears throat> I think sometimes we we look past intentionality uh, for the sake of that we think all our intentions are good, and uh, so we just kind of put it in a in a subconscious kind of thing, and we think well every decision I make is going to be good for everyone because that's just what I do. I have a history of doing that, and so mm-hmm. we're we're not right. as intentional as we really think we are, and so I appreciate you saying that. Uh, also, you know. On your show, you talk a lot about uh, mental toughness. You know, it's what you open up with. And I feel like I want to know from you right now, how important is mental toughness? It's, you know, it's huge. I I think when you're dealing with um, adversity, when you're dealing with this crisis, I mean, it's one of those core components that you need to tap into. And, you know, I've said this multiple times, not only on on my show, working with teens and athletes and also in my book, uh, you know, what we're dealing with right now, this crisis. And, and I believe, you know, conquering that emotional hurricane, that, that emotional hurricane that exists within, with insiders and also outside of us, we have to be mentally tough. And so how do we, for us to be mentally tough, we have to be present. It's very hard to be mentally tough when you're not present. So how do we get present? We have to tap into our breath. We have to get into into the now and get where our feet are. And if we're going to be dealing with this emotional hurricane, so we are, so we can be mentally tough, we got to get right in the middle of that eye of that hurricane. And so what happens there? It's calm. So for us to, you know, it's really easy for us to get swept in this emotional hurricane with the media and, and, you know, more cases that people are getting, you know, affected by and people that are dying and close. I mean, there's all these things that we can get wrapped up into, but I think as, as to be mentally tough, it starts with that breath. And yeah. it starts with sitting in the fire and, and just getting grounded and being where your feet are. That's fantastic. I like that idea. 
you know, and I, and I just want to let people know as well, uh, your book, the next one, that mindset, it was a, it was really, there's no other word to say, it, but a blessing in my life. It's really what it was, Grant. And, and I appreciate you, you know, writing, getting that done, uh, saying writing the book, but to get it done, you know, it was really what, how I felt like, man, somebody did this for me. That's how I felt, took it directly for myself. So I, I encourage all coaches, all leaders out there to, to go buy that book on Amazon uh, or wherever, you know, you can find it. It's called The Next One Up Mindset. Really, really good stuff. So Grant, how important are the relationships with those that we serve? Because we, when we walk into the office or we see our players or we talk to them, however we you know, reach out to them, uh, how, you know, how do we guide them and, and you know, give them the idea that, hey, well, we have to implement now the new normal, the new systems right. and processes. This is how we're going to go into this, how we're going to kind of ease into this. How, how do we do that? You know, I think depending on your style, but I would say nothing, nothing really changes. Um, for me though, you know, people and, and during crisis, people are looking to be led. Yeah. Um, so, you know, come, you know, build those relationships are huge. They, be the example, you know, you've been an example. If you've been in that leadership role, you've already been the example. So, you know, rise above it even more, extend yourself and, and really, you know, if anything, really check your energy every day. You know, you and I, before the show, we talked about our energy, right? So it's really hard to lead anybody and to build trust when, when you don't have your, your, your energy checked, um, you know, and also being present. So I just think when you're showing up to work or you're showing up in front of a group of people or an individual, man, you know, check it, check your energy and check your intentions and and get prepared for that. Don't just show up and just kind of, you know, rest on your laurels that, you know, your leadership's going to kick in. Yeah. Right now, things are a little bit different. And there's and we've got to be, as leaders, we've, we've got to show people it's okay to adapt. It's okay that yeah. things are going to change. Yeah. You, you're, you're completely right in what you're saying about your energy as well. I mean, I'm, you know, we like you said, we talked about it. You know, when your energy's not there, you kind of feel like things have really changed and it's not for the better. When going back to what you said about a time of opportunity, uh, if your energy's up, everything's an opportunity. You know, you're a problem solver. It's an opportunity. And I think that's kind of the, the lens we need to look through. So I, I do appreciate you saying that, Grant. Uh, you know, when we deal with players here again or the people on our staff, uh, how can we, if at all, and I say it like it's a given, but Grant, how can we douse the flames of fear and confusion with a sense of peace and comfort for those people? You know, I think when fear comes in, in all different kind of forms, um, from, from my perspective, you know, there's that, that speculative fear of like, what, what if, what if something happens? And, you know, fear, more that fear that's, that's in the future, like the what ifs. Yeah. And that, all that all that type of fear is, is it's an illusion that you're creating because okay? it hasn't happened yet. It's in the future. Whereas we're, we're kind of like in the middle of the, the real fear, like the danger, like the danger fear where your your life could be threatened. And I think our, our lives are threatened, but this virus is so like, it's it's there, but it's not, but it's in the future. Cause it, for me at least, because I'm, I haven't been affected and I haven't had any friends yet or family affected. So it's yeah. real, it's a real threat and it's real fear, but it's still kind of far away from me. Yeah, like uh, like you're talking about fear of the future, fear of the immediate, 
hear of our past catching up with us, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's not a real foe yet until it walks into the ring, I guess, kind of like a prize fighter. Uh, you hear about the opponent you're about to fight. You see him in the way in you, you, you don't really, right. probably doesn't hit you till he walks right into the ring and you hit gloves and then it's like, Oh shoot. Or you get punched the first punch. It's like, uh, everybody has a plan. So they get punched in the mouth. And I think that's kind of the idea too, is like, we need to have a plan. And then if we ever get punched in the mouth, okay, plan B. Uh, so yeah, that is very, it's a very different dynamic. And I, I like the way you put that. Cause yeah, it's a, it's a fear that uh, fear of the unknown, and yeah, you don't right. have, you don't have all the variables, you don't have all the information you need. You're not as informed as you should be. I don't think anybody is really in this in this case. So right. yeah, you're kind of holding your breath. So yeah, uh, you know, here again, man, great insight to that, Grant. Uh, do you think you know coaches, athletic directors, leaders within athletic programs, and even in the business world? You know, can they? Can we galvanize our programs during this time? Can we bring to each other together? How how can we do that? Yeah, I think it's I think it's important. I think um, especially you know when we're talking about um, this adversity and what we're going through, I think it's more it's it's vital that we stick together. Um, I think that it's vital that we we still have that chemistry and the culture that's connected through this because it not only does it strengthen us as a team or as an organization, but when we're talking about youth and high school athletes, we're teaching them to how to not, not to flee into fear and get, we, we come together and we fight this together yeah. and we mourn together. We celebrate together. So um, I think it's important that we do do that. And I've seen, you know, coaches and, and a lot of teams and schools that I'm working with, you know, they're still holding they're, they're still holding their process. Like they, they're still meeting at the same time um, as they would practice. So they go to strength conditioning, but they're doing that all over Zoom or they're doing it over Skype yeah. or they're doing it over phone calls, right? So it's, and that, I think that's what's really important right now is stick with the program, stick with, you know, with your routine. If you start deviating from your, your routine, that you're just going to throw yourself off. And I think if we can stay within our routine as a team or as an organization, that we come out of this, we're going to come out like we're going to be on track. We don't have to sit there and go, Oh, we got to get back on track. Yeah. And we can be ahead of the game. Yeah. Ouch. You know, you're saying something that's hitting home for, for me personally. I'm like, yeah, you're right. I need to stay on routine. I kind of, uh, as we talked about previously, man, I just, you know, I think this got thrown off, that got thrown off. However, time with the family, uh, kind of a redemption of time has taken place within my household with my kids and my wife. So that's a good thing, but you're, but you're right about sticking with the routine and not, and I need to do a better job of that. I'm just telling on myself, but yeah, I, I see that. I see how that helps. Definitely. Uh, and I'll tell you this, I'll tell you this, Mike, that like, I've been this whole year, I've been waking up at five o'clock in the morning and I haven't been doing that for a long time. And Man, and when this all happened, I was like, I'm not going to get away from my five o'clock in the morning. I'm not going to do it. Yeah. And like, there was even a day on a week where I was like, man, but I still have so much more to do. And I'm going to wake you at five in the morning. And I didn't see it as a bad thing, but I'm just keeping with my routine. I'm still taking showers when I usually take showers. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm eating food and just to make sure that I'm staying on my routine. And, you know, and, and I will say this too, um, and not to get off track, but 
as much as that there's this adversity and there's a lot of the unknown and there's a bunch of unexpected that we're dealing with, but there's a part of me, the way that I am feeling my optimism, this is if I have to completely start over with my business, cause it's just, I'm, I'm running a small business right now and everything is, you know, it's based off sports. So everything's at a standstill. Yeah. I'm okay with that. I, I feel like I'm kind of excited in a way because, I get to create again, and, I, and I've been tested throughout my whole life with adversity. I've had to start over so many times. I've had to yeah. transition yeah. that I've, I've kind of, I'm ready, I'm built for this now. And yeah. so I'm prepared for it. That's fantastic you just said that. Because when I think of coaches in particular, uh, I think, man, we're built for this. Like adjustments is what we do, you know, in the game situations. We're always making adjustments. Right. We're always, you know, taking our players and from one place to the next throughout a season. There's a process involved. There's ups, there's downs. Uh, like, man, we're really built for this, like you just said. And I think, uh, you know, I, I, I want to kind of not to give a plug, but to give a plug. Game face performance is uh, is Grant's uh, small business. And what it does or what the purpose is, is to connect mind and body for athletes, for anybody in athletics who really needs to get their, you know, just their center, find their place of Zen, find their place of just, you know, completeness and wholeness to give their best effort in the athletic realm. And so if any of you kind of know anybody who, is, you know, cause here again, Grant, like I said, there's going to be some athletes that are disconnecting right now because they're living in fear. There's going to be some coaches that are disconnecting right now from their flow, their routine because of fear or, or the, here again, the unknown. And I think someone like yourself is, is a great outlet, a great option. And so I, I just want to put that out there. Uh, so Grant, when we talk about messaging, because I know it's very important within organizations and programs, the messaging that they're hearing, uh, what are you messaging to bring hope and to plan for the future uh, in, in your space? You know, I, I've been pretty consistent with it and, and it's, you know, I'm, I'm, and I feel pretty good about it. I've already said it on your show, and it's, you know, the messaging is, um, you know, there's no, we're not getting around it. This is a crisis, yeah. and and I'm trying to build awareness. And I say excitement, but I understand people can't be. Not everyone's going to be excited for for to deal with this. But yeah. I'm I'm just getting people to understand that where there is a crisis, there's always an opportunity. And I'm speaking from from experience in all aspects of my life, like from health and from uh, professional life and relationships. And so I'm just, my message is like, yes, it is a crisis, but if you can put on a different lens, if you can put on, if you look at this crisis in a different angle, like you're going to see a lot of opportunities, but if you get stuck and you get overwhelmed with this fear and you get overwhelmed with a lot of stuff that you can't control well, then you're never going to see the opportunity. Yeah. And, and so right now it's, you know, especially with high school athletes and collegiate athletes, you know, we're dealing with, you know, uh, eligibility, people possibly losing a year of eligibility. I, I worked with a, you know, the second ranked team in the country for women's basketball at the high school level, and they made it to the state level, but they didn't have a chance. Game. So seniors, they can't get that game back. They can't yeah. get that opportunity it's ever. So, so, so how do I, how do I actually message to them that there's an opportunity with this? 
How do we, how do we get the lesson from this? So, um, and again, again, it's, it's those tough questions that we can kind of, that I've been doing a lot of uh, exploring and having them, even if they can't get what the opportunity is yet, they're just, they're still in discovery mode, which is a great place to be. Yeah, no, fantastic. I mean, you're, 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 you're you laid out a situation that is uh, godly. It's it's a it's an epidemic as far as sports is concerned because so many kids lost so much, uh, seniors, juniors, you know, who needed a little bit more time to to send out their film to coaches or whatever. You know, so, yeah. So many people lost so many things and and coaches. Some coaches this was their last year, or or they weren't prepared yet to tell their team this was their last year. And, <laughs> right. You no, know, it's it's uh dynamics or everything when it comes to people. And uh, I just, yeah, and I'm just, I, I, I'm really, that's settling in right now in my head as you said it. I was like, wow, yeah. I mean, I'm taking my own approach to what's going on in my life. But when I you know, hear getting empathy, you go to other people's lives, other people's situations. Yeah, it's, it's, it's going to hit hard at some point. You know, these poor kids, summertime hits, it's not going to be the same. Uh, so, yeah, tough stuff, man. So, Grant, my last question, I, you know, and I appreciate you being on and sharing what you've shared. Uh, what lasting thought or thoughts would you leave with coaches, leaders, your peers, and their families in hopes of a brighter day ahead? I think, um, you know, I, I think I've said it before a little bit, and you know, about, you know, take care of yourself first so you can actually be the example yeah. and, and show, you know, be that example of optimism. Yeah. Let these people that are around you that you're leading, let them plug into you. A lot of people don't have the, the tools yet. They don't have, you know, they're still dealing with this or they've never dealt with this before. So they're, they're working up their own stuff. Yeah. So take care of yourself on a daily basis and, and open, show a lot of compassion, empathy, and love, and, and have these people plug into you. You know, and and if you are going to take that role on, that means that they're they're going to be soaking some energy, which is great. It's it's awesome, but you have to take care of yourself and recharge your batteries so you can actually still be that example through these hard times. So you can be that light at the end of the tunnel for these people around you. Fantastic, Grant. Thank you so much. Uh, I really do appreciate you coming on, kind of at a moment's notice, if you will, and yeah, man, uh, and contributing, man, because I, I just. I feel like we all need to, this dialogue needs to be out there. There's too many people who are quiet and feeling alone or feeling like the Lone Ranger. And uh, the more we can kind of talk about it and act like it's, well, it's not happening. It's not happening. No, it is happening. And, and really real things and real, uh, you know, I, again, like you talked about the kids and what they're suffering through in a sense. Uh, real things are happening to real people as a result. And so we, we do got to talk about it. We do need to uh, kind of weaponize. I, I love using that word when it comes to these things because uh, we can be very aggressive and proactive and, and offensive with this stuff and not wait for yeah. kids and people to get all distraught, then step in and act like, you know, we're Dr. Phil or whatever. <laughs> you know, we don't want to wait till that point. All right. So, well, so yeah, I appreciate it, man. Yeah, and and, I, and I'll leave this with your listeners, uh, whether if you're coaches, parents, or even athletes. Um, you know, I, I I signed up for this this role. I signed up to do this work, and it's my passion. It's my purpose in life. So, if anybody out there 
that is going through any kind of turmoil or going through this adversity, has a bad day, or doesn't have a good outlook on the future, because of this, man, give me a call. Uh, Email me. Uh, You can email me at at grant at gamefaceperformance.com. You can text me. I mean, I'm free with my number, which is 925-360-5369. Um, I'm trying to do this. I love to do this and, and I will be your, I'll be your, your support through this time. So don't hesitate to reach out to me on top of that. Please go get the book. The next one up mindset. I mean, this is, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's gospel to me now, even though I do read my Bible and that is the true gospel for me right. uh, this, from an athletic standpoint and from finding myself through athletics. Uh, this was really a, a, a book that, at home. And so Grant, once again, I appreciate you. Appreciate you putting yourself out there like that as well to help others, because that's kind of the whole goal, isn't it? Uh, just to help, yep. to be of service and to help those who need to connect mentally, physically, emotionally. Uh, and like you, even like you said, you know, uh, just breathing, meditation, being present, so many great things. I could, we could talk about that for days, but in any event, Grant, thank you so much, man. I do appreciate it. You bet, man. Well, I appreciate you, and uh, and, and I love your energy and your and your thoughts towards uh, you know this topic, but just helping people in general, man. So uh, you, you keep fighting the good fight, and uh, and again, thanks for bringing me on your show. Will do. Thank you.